Aloha and welcome to the sacred. Thank you for taking the time to do something for yourself today. You are entering a space that is here to help shed our old stories, to heal our hearts, to hold space and love each other, and to help create the world and life that we all dream of. Let us thank our ancestors and our children's children, those who have walked before and are yet to come, our Mother Earth, Father Sun, Grandmother Moon, the Star Nations and Great Spirit, the Unnameable One, thank you for bringing us together and allowing us to sing the Song of Life. Please sit down, relax and enjoy yourself and thank you for listening to this podcast. Welcome to the Sacred. My name is Emma, for those of you that have never joined the Sacreds podcast, and I am so excited to have you here for episode 40 of the Sacred. This has been such a journey this week, and we've just come out of the Aquarius new moon. And for me, for this week, I really found it difficult to come out of the darkness that the new moon had well, not just the new moon, but the energy that I'd felt around me. But before we go into that, I'd like, if you can, if you are in a safe place and you are not driving, if you could please close your eyes come, and we're going to come into our breath. So take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And again and out and one more time and out our breath is the life force that allows us to connect and it connects us to this moment to our bodies to the present so when we are feeling stressed or aren't not in alignment it is the perfect opportunity And it's a reminder for us to always just connect back to our breath. Beautiful. Yes. So as I was saying, this new moon energy, a new moon can bring up the parts of yourself that you might be struggling with. It might create an energy around you and around everything else that's going on in the areas of your life that you need to work on and man this week I've realized the work that needs to be done and it became quite overwhelming for me I didn't really know where to go with it and I kept just thinking oh my gosh I've got so much to do I've got so much work to do personally and then everything else on top of that so family life my business my partner's business like everything and I kind of have this ability to choose to run I guess that's my fight or flight or freeze mode and my my um thing is to run is to fly away and avoid avoid it and that's what I have been doing and it hasn't been helping and then I've felt really out of alignment the last few days um probably this week majority of this week and it's so beautiful the universe gave me such a gift I was able to record with an absolute queen of a goddess this morning um just a priestess just Gracie Belev when I recorded with her It really was a sign from the universe and where I was letting myself down and that was with self-love. It wasn't anything else that was going on around me though I could have said that it was and played that role. It was where I am not creating boundaries for myself. It was where I am holding myself back and stepping back into old habits of lack and things like that. And this conversation that you're about to listen from Gracie just pulled me back and made me realize that I am so worthy it is my birthright love is my birthright 
Love is the power. It's the only way. And if you ever feel lost, to just connect back to your heart and connect back to love. I then had the absolute ability, amazing morning with another amazing girlfriend of mine, Emily Bundaloo. Um, if you don't follow her, I really encourage you to. And she was able to sit down with me this morning and really nut out some steps of where to go to um, so I can start to overcome some of the thing, some of the obstacles I'm finding in my life instead of avoiding them. Um, and so it was beautiful. So just such a gift and so grateful, so, so grateful to have this platform and be surrounded by beautiful, beautiful women. Um, and I'm so excited to bring the amazing goddess herself, Gracie Belev, on now. On this week's podcast, I'm so excited to have someone that I've only seen very briefly, but has impacted my life in such an amazing way, um, just from the little snippets that I've seen. So I'm so excited to share Grace Belly with you. <laughs> How do I pronounce your last name properly? Because I've still got Belief. Yeah, Gracie Belev. But yes, our beautiful friend Nikki likes to call me Gracie Belief. But yeah. I'll roll with it. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you can find me as Gracie Belev on Instagram. Perfect. I'll put all the links to find Gracie on Instagram. Awesome. Anyway, but it always yeah sits in my head that because I was introduced to you from the beautiful Nikki Ayres and she had Gracie on for one of the coaches in one of her courses Um, and Mm -hmm. it was incredible the conversation that you have and your story um, and your message and I just really wanted to have you on to share your message and especially my audience is predominantly women but especially for women to understand how important loving yourself wholly and completely is yes yeah well you are absolutely right that that is definitely my main message and it's become that from starting off as my mess you know that's what they say turn your mess into your message and that's actually what's definitely been my experience so today I feel so blessed and so fulfilled to be in this life of work line of work where I am a holistic life coach I am a Reiki master, an intuitive healer and reader, a motivational speaker. I transform lives for a living, which is incredible, but it began with transforming my own life, really. So it was just a handful of years ago that everything really crumbled down for me. When they say you hit rock bottom, I hit rock bottom hard. Um, So it was really a lifetime building up to my rock bottom, though. I as a young kid, endured a lot of trauma. There was a lot of physical, sexual, all kinds of different abuse as I was growing up that I didn't quite have the courage or the tools to Mm. really look at and acknowledge. And so what happened with all of that trauma was that it got really locked and embedded into all of my bodies, my mental, physical, and energy bodies. And over time, this became quite toxic. This really formed negative belief systems, thought patterns, and dictated the way that I behaved and lived my life. And all the decisions that I made were reflective of this low sense of self-worth. So throughout my teenage years, my first ever boyfriend was also incredibly abusive. So um, when I lost my virginity, that was rape. Um, I was beaten and verbally and emotionally abused by this person in my really formative years. And I was truly just of the belief that I was worthless and continued to accept this standard of treatment throughout my life. Mm. That finally ended, although I ended up in the court system for a while, I suffered PTSD from that relationship for some time. And during that time also was when I had really awful eating disorders take hold of me. Um, So it was anorexia, bulimia, body dysmorphia. The doctors all told me it was a combination of everything. And it really didn't matter which psychologist or psychiatrist that I saw. I never really felt a clinical approach to be enough for me, or I never quite connected or resonated with the method on offer there. 
Um, time went on and physically my body started to feel the effects of all of this negative energy housed in my being. I suffered with chronic fatigue. I got sick all the time, recurrent viruses and everything else. Um, in my early 20s, I moved out to Bondi and started living what everyone thought was the life, right? Yeah. On the outside, I looked like I had it all. I was modeling, um, doing bikini, wear, bikini and fitness wear modeling. And I had people from my past showing up and saying, oh, wow, Grace, you're so successful. You've got it all figured out. And I take the compliments and I take all the external validation. But on the inside, I was void of all self-worth. It did not matter what kind of recognition I got outside of myself. I just still needed to chase and chase more of it. And it really didn't fill me up. Mm. And I was truly torturing myself to the point of exercising three hours a day, eating nothing at all, and doing it all just to hopefully feel like one day I was enough. Mm. Then finally, I woke up one morning and was completely unwell. My body was waving the white flag. It completely broke down. I had just a myriad of torturous symptoms going on and I was too ill to work. I couldn't show up to these castings, couldn't turn up to the lavish parties that I was always invited to. I lived across the road from Bondi Beach, but I was too sick to even get out of bed. So I really just had to say, okay, what's going on here? I think I need to turn my attention inwards and listen to my body um, which is quite literally saying I'm not going to take another step Gracie until you take the time to honor what it is that you need figure out what that is for the first time in your life so I moved away I committed three to four months to seeing doctors until I could find some answers and I had to advocate for my own health I was showing up with a binder folder full of research and tests that I needed done and you know I don't know. The medical system in many ways is a little bit broken, yeah. but yeah, I fought and fought for doctors to see me and hear me until finally I received the diagnosis of fibromyalgia and lupus. Lupus in particular can be quite a severe autoimmune disease. I'll have both of these conditions for the rest of my life now. And um, yeah, but continuing with the story, I moved back to Sydney thinking that now I have got a diagnosis, it's actually good, I know what's happening, I'll get a team of doctors and everything will be great, but I got a whole lot worse before getting any better. My partner at the time, um, well, he didn't reveal it to me, I found out that he had been unfaithful, he'd been cheating on me for six months. And this was big news for me, especially being so unwell. Can you imagine like the entire identity that I, <laughs> the entire identity I had built my worth around was being this bubbly, fit, active, everybody likes her kind of girl. And I was now too unwell to move. I was couch and bedridden. I couldn't work. Even my cognitive function, I, I consider myself to be an intelligent and creative person and I hardly had the capacity mentally to read a page out of my favorite book. I felt quite powerless. And then when I learned this news, um, emotionally and psychologically was really distraught. The next day, it was no coincidence that I woke up feeling worse than ever before. And I just knew that I would be fighting for my life all day. I had a terrible fever and migraine, aches and pains in all of my joints and bones and muscles and neuropathic pain. And I was throwing everything up that I tried to eat. My vision was blurred. I had ringing in my ears. Every inhale was painful. I could feel my lungs prickling. My heart was palpitating. Everything that could go haywire with my body was doing just that. Mm. And I just tried to pass the time. I knew I needed medical attention. I knew I needed to go to the ER, but I felt my life to hold absolutely zero value. So I just let it ride out. I get chills every time I tell this story because it just takes me back to that place. Um, day turned to night and I only started getting worse. Um, the pain was so severe. I was crying instead of sleeping. So I moved over to the living room and laid on the couch, stared up through the skylight that we had, which was pretty cool. I looked up at the night sky. It was a really clear night and there were so many stars in the sky that night. But despite that light, I chose to fixate on the darkness, just that deep, peaceful darkness of the night sky. And I really resonated 
with that darkness, Mm -hmm. with that solace. And I just thought, oh, I just want that. That's exactly what I want. I want to escape. I don't want to be here anymore. And suddenly every trauma that I had suppressed and every every piece of pain that had carried me into that position Mm. flashed before my eyes and I could feel it all course through my body. And I knew what I was up against to heal. I would have to overcome all of that. But I decided in that moment that I had nothing left in me. I decided in that moment that my life was worthless. I was worthless and I didn't want to do it anymore. I decided to let go. And when I decided that all the breath dissipated from my lungs, I felt my heart beat just slow right down. My temperature dropped and oh, massive chills talking about this it was just complete silence and complete darkness the next thing I remember and I'm not sure how much time passed I would have absolutely no idea the next thing I remember is being flooded with what I can only describe as love energy and this is the energy I'm getting more chills right now the energy that I feel when I'm engaging with this universe in ways that I love so when I'm out in nature when I'm being creative when I'm with my loved ones, my friends and my family, I felt that vibration through and through. I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything, but that was the feeling. Mm. I realize now when I speak about this, I realize that what had happened when I witnessed all of my trauma and all of my fear and I decided to let go of everything, all that was left was the purest sensation of love force, life source, consciousness and that is the flood of energy I felt as pure soul when I left my body Mm. the next thing I recall is my name being called from what sounded like a really far off distance but it grew louder and louder and louder eventually I got some vision back and I could make out that I was in the bathroom I have no idea how I got there I was sitting on a closed toilet seat and my boyfriend had me by the shoulders and he was shaking me back and forth, screaming in my face. Um, So he wasn't far away at all, but I couldn't feel his touch. I couldn't feel that my body was shaking, although I could see that's what was happening. Um, I wanted to speak, but I couldn't. I wanted to move, but I was completely paralyzed. felt like I was being electrocuted from head to toe. He picked me up and a seizure. And at that point, when I kind of calmed down out of that, I could utter the words of the letters ER, need to go to the hospital now. And so we booked an Uber and on the ride to the hospital, with one hand, he held um, my pulse point on my wrist. And with the other hand, he had his fingers on the pulse point. And just needed to feel that my heart was still beating. And I was completely limp. I still couldn't move. And he looked at me and he said, please hold on. I thought I lost you. I looked at him in the eye and I couldn't speak. But in my mind, I said, you did. Mm. And there was a whole fuss in the hospital, as I thought there would be. Eventually, after tests, they confirmed I had suffered a stroke. Wow. I was, yeah, I was very, very lucky um, to have come back around in time to not have suffered permanent damage Mm. and in fact to not have passed away that night. Um, Doctors then told me that the only recourse to hopefully ensure that I wouldn't suffer another stroke and perhaps die was to get on this whole host of pretty heavy drugs, including chemotherapy. And they suggested this as the only option for the rest of my life. So indefinite chemotherapy. My partner seemed okay with this, like, oh, we've got, we've got an answer. Thank you, doctors. We really appreciate it. But for me, this did not feel like a solution. (laughs) This, this felt like, it felt like a death sentence. Um, It really did like trading illness for even greater illness. Mm -hmm. And um, they gave me some time to kind of ease into a treatment plan to start off with mild drugs and work my way up. And I actually got to the point of about to take the chemo, like looking at this pill and I just couldn't do it. And I said that to my boyfriend, I just can't do this. And he wasn't impressed. My whole, my friends and family were telling me to listen to the professor. 
inside of me that at that time I didn't know if it was intuition, but it was screaming. There is another way. <laughs> yeah. So I, I trusted that gut instinct and in every window of time that I felt okay, I began to study. I was researching in medical journals, anything I could learn about how I could heal myself. I already, I was already a qualified nutritionist, but what I learned from that was nowhere near enough to heal from this condition. So I really had to dive deep and I was trial and error for the longest time, one step forward, 10 steps back with dietary protocols, with movement and rest. But eventually I started to heal. And what I learned was that it is a holistic mind, body, spirit journey. No matter what you're trying to heal, whether it's a life-threatening disease, whether it's a broken heart, whether it's just an empty feeling of soullessness, doesn't matter what you're healing, it needs to be holistic. And that was truly not just life-changing, but life-saving for me. Mm. And the second layer of that, that healing is holistic, is that all healing, all healing is an expression of self-love. You cannot heal if you do not love yourself because it takes loving yourself and appreciating your worth to believe that you deserve that healing. Yeah. And you, if you don't believe that you deserve it, you cannot truly embrace it, experience it, appreciate it you cannot be healed. So huge learnings for me and very blessed to be in this day and age where you can study online. I got qualified in so many different things, um, NLP life coaching and already had my nutrition down pat and health coaching. And I became a Reiki master then. Um, yeah. So just, I realized the multifaceted approach mm. and the broad skills it would require to heal myself. And then also realized, hang on a minute. So many people in life, are going to feel the way I felt that night when I wanted to die. And I believe I did die, but also that I was reborn that night. Yeah. So many people will feel that helplessness without needing to. There is a genuine solution available and it is inside of everyone. So now it is my life's work and my life itself to spread that message as far and wide as possible. It's huge. I mean, clearly like, you could never have in your wildest dreams as a little girl imagined this is where you would be today. And no. that was story. <laughs> and that and it's such an impacting but really relatable story because even though most of us would never have gone through half of what you've gone through, we've all experienced that feeling of yeah. lack of self-worth, of yeah not respecting ourselves of not putting mm -hmm. boundaries up for ourselves of comparison and competitiveness and jealousy and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And I think the universe God source clearly has and had a bigger message for you and just took control. Yeah, I think so too. I think that I definitely tried with everything in me to give up on love and give up on life, Yeah, but love and life itself would not allow that. No, always wins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It yeah. literally saturated me. It saturated me to the point where I physically just, I was called back. Yeah. And, you know, I'm really grateful for that. Um, and like you said, a lot of people, they do feel that low sense of self-worth at some point. I know that my story is a little bit dramatic. And for everyone, it isn't necessarily a matter of life and death this whole practice of self-love but it is a matter of life it is a matter of the quality of your life mm. the quality of your life is 100% contingent upon your capacity to love yourself totally. the biggest takeaway from I think my entire life story my entire journey is that love and life are synonymous mm -hmm. if you want a high and full life experience you need a high and full love experience mm -hmm. and it really is a process it really is a journey and it's one that I call self-love and exactly what you said before it really is creating that choice in moments to choose love yeah. for yourself instead of hate or fear or whatever it is that you yeah. want to call that the opposite because um, mm -hmm. all of us, and in different moments, it's different things, isn't it, too? Um, Absolutely. Well. And it's so, it's such a huge message because 
we are all here to remember that we are love. Um, mm -hmm. We are pure love. And since from the moment we are born, no matter how you were brought up, whether it was a perfect childhood or an imperfect one, um, we, we forget and we're yeah. told we're not enough. We're told mm -hmm. we need to look a certain way. We need to have a certain house. We need to have a partner like this. We need to have this job. And, and we feel, we tell ourselves if we don't have those things, we are not happy. Therefore we are not worthy of love. Yeah. And it's so, I feel like your message is so huge because it's reminding people that you need to love yourself first a before you can have any of those things, but yeah. B just because that's all that there is. <laughs> yes. Love yeah. is the only thing that's real. It's, it's right. it really, the truth. Fear is a fallacy. Mm -hmm. We are sold fear from the moment we are born and we buy into it also from that moment, which, mm -hmm. you know, it can be tragic and really heartbreaking to try to accept that, but it is the truth of our humanity. Um, but it's not necessarily all doom and gloom. I mean, embracing that fear experience is actually part of embracing the love experience. Mm. As human beings on this earth, we innately have egos, right? And egos feed off of fear energy. It's the soul part of us, the divine spirit element of us that really feeds off and expands through and as love. And it's a consistent dynamic dance between the two states of being fear and love and fear and love. But what's beautiful about it is that with every presentation of fear, we have an opportunity to use higher awareness and all the tools available to us to overcome that, like literally overcome. And once we do that, we find ourselves at a higher level of love. Mm. From there, we have an even greater tool set with which we will be met more fear, but that fear again, it's an opportunity to apply and rise to a higher love. Yeah. And again, the fear will come, but again, we'll brave it and rise to higher love. Yeah. So I also like to say that in this way, through this process, self-love is the key to ascension. It's, it's the key yeah. to this continual up-leveling to higher and higher and more expansive levels of consciousness yeah and i just get massive chills when i say this because it really is so true mm -hmm. and the process that i'm referring to so when i say that self-love is a process i was really able to nut it down to three steps like i know that self-love sounds so big and so immense and like this abstract idea like how do i even begin definitely <laughs> yeah right yeah. i realized that there actually is a process to it and it's not as complicated or convoluted as you might think. Step one, I say, is releasing fear. Step two is honoring space and step three is welcoming love. So step one, I actually like to say to everyone that I work with, it's the most important step, right? I think the first step along any journey is always the most important step because it gets you started on the journey. Yeah. Releasing fear is basically all about getting real with the energy that you house in your being, identifying what is fear and then realizing that you have the choice as to whether you identify yourself with that embedded fear. So all of that conditioning, all of that programming, all of that coding, all of that trauma, is that you really? Exactly. When we ask the question, yeah, when we ask the question from an honest place, we go, no, yeah. it's not true. It doesn't, my life Sorry. doesn't feel like it yeah. fits because, because it doesn't actually, mm. you know, you're living in fear when you have that sense of feeling lost when you feel like you don't have a direction, when you feel like you're not living authentic, that you lack purpose. Think of those moments in your life. They will be moments when you were riddled by fear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, so, yeah. it's phenomenal because, and I guess too, it's constant. So it's like oh, going yes. on, I'm going to choose. There's that Wayne Dwyer thing where he talks about if you have those thoughts that come into your mind, of fear or whatever it's saying hang on no i don't know if i believe that yet i'm not going to choose to believe yeah. that story yet i'm going to choose to either create a new one or to explore that more like 
It's yeah. reminding, yeah. And like you said yeah. before, it's constant. It's going to be love, fear, love, fear, love, fear. <laughs> and it's enjoying that journey instead of yeah. always being like, why can't I just be in love all the time? Yeah. The ascension, yeah. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah, you must. It's essential. Like you, you can't experience self-love unless you can accept that it is an ongoing practice. The in and the It's end. not linear. Yeah. Yep. It's not linear in any sense. You can't even say that it's a straight out circle. It's that ascending spiral, right? Yeah. And yeah. you get that feeling of deja vu as well when like this is what happens. This is when you know you're ascending. You will look around and you'll find yourself in a situation or circumstances that are really familiar, definitely. but yeah. you can feel that you are viewing it from a new vantage point of higher awareness. Mm. So it's like you've done a full loop around. You're like, I've been here before, but it looks different mm. because you've done a loop, but landed on a new level. Yeah. And then you have that opportunity with that, with that awareness to go, okay, so how am I going to do this next lap differently? Yeah. And more often than not, if you're committed to the self-love practice, you will choose mastery. You will choose to up level and then you'll do a loop again. Mm. It'll be a matter of time before you say, I've been here before again. <laughs> this time I can do it even better. Exactly. Right. So that's how you know you're ascending. It's like this, a lot of deja vu, but a lot of self-mastery. And again, yeah. it's all facilitated by self-love. I know that I think today self-love really gets hyped up as Simply self-care. being about self-care, so yeah. pampering yourself, 100%. taking time out, going, going to the spa, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And that is beautiful. And all of those practices absolutely honour your worth, but it's surface level work. Yes. Self-care is effective if you've already done the work to release the fear, honour the space of your vessel, of mm. your body, of your mind, of your whole life experience. And then you get to the point of welcoming love in a capacity where you can hold it. So yeah. Once you release the fear, you can honor the space of you yeah. and your true capacity to own the love that you are. Mm. That's when the self-care can really have a long lasting positive effect. Yeah. If you're still holding on to fear if you have no idea about your true infinite spiritual essence and you're doing the detoxes and the yoga and the meditation and it's not working, this is why. Yeah. It's you're huge. missing the first two steps. Yeah. Massive block. Yeah. It's like you're trying to, it's like the whole, you're trying to like just deal with what's on the surface, but there's a huge iceberg mm-hmm. underneath that you're not doing anything with. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course, it's making everything appear. Oh, absolutely. But the same story just yeah. coming up. Yeah, completely get that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I have so many women come to me and they're like, I feel like, you know, I'm doing everything that they tell me to do. I, I feel like I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, everything I should be doing. And when you should all over yourself, this is an instant indication that you are trying to measure yourself up against external standards Yes, that you're looking outside of yourself to fill yourself and validate yourself internally. Mm. But that looking from the outside to feel inwards, that is an experience of contraction that Mm. actually keeps you in the energy of fear. Yeah. So if we, if we approach self care from that space, the space and the viewpoint that's been really popularized, it can actually keep us in fear. Definitely. This is, it's it can be such an, like, yes. Yeah. Cause you're just not ever ascending. Are you, you're just staying at yeah. that level and then it can actually question. I find people then come to me and then question spiritual practices cause they say, mm. but I meditate or I do yoga, but my life's yeah. not changing. My life's not yeah. changing for me. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you're not really because- wanting to dig it up. Exactly. We get, we get so caught up with just, well, I guess we're accustomed to when we're in fear, Mm. we're accustomed to living a shallow life experience. Yeah. Expect everything to be shallow and surface level, Mm. really excavating our souls is foreign and terrifying territory. Mm. But 
it's what is required if we're truly going to heal. We have to feel it to heal it. There is no other way except through the fear. Mm. Did you find, I think like what you just said really touched something within me. Did you find when you use the word terrifying, because it is, it's, you say, if somebody saw that part of me or if everyone knew this darkness within me or whatever it was do you find when you Mm -hmm. had to face that for you because all of a sudden the whole world around you knew how you felt about yourself they knew your deepest secret that it was as terrifying Mm -hmm. as you thought it would be or that because you let love in in that space that it never was as big like does that make sense what i'm trying to say like I think we can tell ourselves if we tell someone the truth about the way i'm feeling right now then they're not going to like me and we have this whole story but i don't think it's ever as big as that when it really comes out yeah what i discovered is that my experience of fear would always be precisely as intense as i believed it would be Mm. Mm. whatever you believe will actualize Mm. that's Mm. just how it works Mm. whatever you believe if you believe something to be a certain way and so it is yeah. Yeah. Our beliefs are powerful, self-fulfilling prophecies. Mm. But even in the beginning, when I really did believe that these fears were huge and valid and when everybody would learn my secrets, it would be the end of the world as I knew it. It was, and thank goodness for that. But mm. at the time, <laughs> it really was a, <laughs> at the time, it really was a feeling of terror. Something that I learned that changed the game was you just have to get started with facing your fears and fear will always feel the most intense. You will always feel the most limitation, the highest limitation of fear, the moment, like just before the highest liberation of love. Yeah. It's in the beginning. It's that first little, that first little step. Yeah. Yeah. And when you, when you have the guts to face your fears and you break through them and you access that higher love, you realize, wow, I'm not only surviving this, but I'm thriving because of it, mm. that it's completely worth it. The intense discomfort you feel when you face and then conquer your fear and part of your ego to settle more deeply into the truth of your soul, it's completely worth it Mm. without a shadow of a doubt. I'm at a point now that if I start to feel uncomfortable or if I feel unsettled or like I'm hurting in some way, I actually get excited. (laughs) It's, it's a little bit amazing, but I'm like, no, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know that I have all the tools and I know that I'm infinite and pretty much invincible that I'm able to overcome anything not just that, that when I do overcome the fear, like I will be up leveled and remastered and all the more better and stronger mm. and more whole for it. Yeah. So I almost get excited when I'm faced with a challenge because I think and I know, wow, I'm going to be even more amazing and empowered on the other side of this. Yeah. And another lesson that I've learned, like this whole self-love thing, this whole practice, releasing fear, honoring space, welcoming love, it really does allow you to feel the infinity of your true invincibility. Mm. So now, like I said, doesn't matter how uncomfortable I feel, no matter how much I might be hurting. I know for a matter of fact that all pain is simply impending power. It's beautiful. Oh, I just got so you. <laughs> like what you said, it's having that, when something happens to you that the world tells you is bad or negative or you've got to yeah. face something like that, it's going, hang on, this is going to take me somewhere that I never thought I was going to be able to get to. So bring it on. Like yes. let's, let's take the challenge on that way yeah. and change our perspective instead of it being, oh, no, I can't do this. Like yeah. I can't like, yeah, exactly. Just change your story around it. It's beautiful. And the whole, definitely the whole holistic thing is huge so it is Mm -hmm. mind body spirit and you cannot love yourself wholly if you're not engulfing yourself in all three like yeah yeah even focus on self-care that it also reflects i think the focus in today's world on just the physical Mm -hmm. 
yeah, majority of women will focus on, oh, I'm eating right and I'm exercising every day and I'm working on my sleep. Um, But so much of it, fear begins in the mind, really. It begins in the mind. All all of our energy experience, it begins in the mind. Mindset Mm. is the starting point. And then physically... It's, it's about how we physically embody those energies that begin brewing in the mind, in mm. the vessel. And then finally, that final step is spirituality because when we align mind with body, with spirit, with that limitless love, then we are innately on purpose. We are Definitely infinitely in that love space. Yes. Yeah. But it, it is mind, body, spirit. And for me, I know that it wasn't until I honored that last piece, that spiritual aspect that I truly started to see significant healing results. Mm. It was new year's day of 2017. So a couple of years ago that I made the intention, I was like, I'm not making a resolution anymore because that doesn't feel like it fits. Right. Yeah. Obviously my resolutions previously coming from fear. So I made the gentle intention to every day, honor my spirituality somehow for however long I could, even if it was 10 seconds. That's right. Yeah. Even if it was 10 seconds. Just be still for 10 seconds and fully present with your spirituality. Mm. And I've kept that up since then. Like it's a completely realistic intention and that helps too when you want to really see something through. And since then, yes, every day I've connected with my spirit and that really was like the final piece just putting the whole image of the puzzle together for me. And I was like, wow, I am whole. Yeah. I'm a whole being. Yeah. And so long as I honor every part of myself and keep loving every part of myself, mm-hmm. there is no height of health, of healing, of happiness that I cannot reach. Beautiful. That's so amazing. And I think we yeah. are so lucky to be so incredibly blessed, I guess, to be born into the time in the planet that we are right now you think a hundred years ago we had to be ego driven we had to be biologically driven because we had to look after ourselves we were living in a totally different time in a totally different world where you had to especially as women we really had to stand out from the crowd and that had to be something physical because that's what um the men, the patriarchy, whatever you want to think, sees it as the world sees us as, as a physical thing. Mm -hmm. And the more we look at it as more as the ego is our bodies. And I guess like that biological thing, that thing that that is there for us to survive. And we honor that, but we respect that we are not just that we are also spiritual. We're spiritual beings first here to have a physical experience. And when Mm -hmm. you put the two together, that's where love lies. Like that's the truth. That's our truth. And you cannot have one and not have the other. You can't just be spiritual, but be denying the body and you can't be all in the body and denying your spirit. So it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, this. That, yeah. That integration is key. And yeah. that's something else that I like, like to teach is that integrating all of those parts, mind, body, and spirit, that's when we come into full alignment. Like this mm-hmm. idea of alignment also, we can yeah. only access through that true self-love. True. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. bringing all of those elements together. I say that alignment is bringing every part of yourself into line as they are meant to be. Mm-hmm. Alignment. Yeah. And as soon as that happens, what you have when you literally have a line, when everything is connected, is you suddenly become a channel that is wholly available for pure source, love, consciousness, energy to flow through. Yeah. That's when you can truly be an embodiment, an expression, an emanation of God and of this great universe. And Mm. that's why we are all here. We are all God experiencing itself. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and that's something else. Once again, yes. It's amazing. Only it's becomes amazing. possible. Yeah, it's amazing. And it yeah. only becomes possible through self-love. That's like, right. Truly, it, is, yeah. it is the foundation to all of it. It really is. And that's why I will never tire of this message of speaking it, of learning it. And I, I also believe that we will teach what we most need to learn. So I just, I feel very blessed that this is my lot in this life. Oh, Um, it's incredible. And it's (laughs) such an important, integral message 
for the world, for us as individuals, for like everything that we remember our power yeah. and that our power yeah. lives lies within love. It doesn't lie within the things yeah. that we have been taught within fear, within having yeah. like these huge careers or huge, what you know what I'm saying? Just whatever the world yeah. tells you that you need to have. It's really taking that time and investing in a relationship with yourself. That's yes. where it's at. Yeah. And I think too, Everything. it's different for everybody. So we're all in yes. school. We're not a, like, we're all going to find love in different ways and learn to love ourselves in different ways too. Absolutely. We, as those individuals, like we will all have unique experiences mm. of fear and therefore unique experiences of love. Mm. My deepest, darkest fears will be different to yours, but mm. then my highest and most ecstatic loves will be different to yours also mm. and the next person and the next person. Right. So it's all about non-judgment. Yeah. And as, though as different as we might all be, we are all the same and there is unity in that we are on that same journey. Mm. We are all releasing fear and honoring our space and welcoming higher and higher love mm. on that ongoing basis. And yes, right? it, it joins us all together. It does. And that therefore we don't need to be competitive with each other. We don't need to be comparing yeah. each other. We don't need to be saying you're wrong. I'm right. There's none. Mm -hmm. We don't need that. We just need to mm -hmm. hold each other up and hold space for each other. And therefore, mm -hmm. That's being of service, isn't it? Like being of service to yes. yourself first. Yeah. Absolutely. I absolutely believe that you cannot serve a single other soul on this planet if you are not first truly serving yourself. Mm. The only place from which to serve at a genuine soul capacity is the place where your own soul is full and filled to the mm. point of overflow. Mm. It's that overflow that is a genuine contribution from yeah. you and of you as love mm. oh my god i feel so lit up from this conversation i know <laughs> lit yeah, totally i mean i we've had new moon this week and for me new moon yes are so much more heavier than a full moon um because it's the darkness and it is it's yeah what you spoke about earlier not slipping back into fears and old thought patterns so this mm -hmm. conversation is so aligned for me this week and I'm so excited yeah. for everyone else to hear it because I know if I'm feeling like that, we're all feeling like that. Um, so it's mm -hmm. meant to be heard and, oh, thank you. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much, Gracie. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, I just want to speak out to your tribe for anybody yeah. listening to this. If, if, if you got chills at any point of the conversation, I know, I know we I were do. both yeah. static. <laughs> <laughs> If you've got chills or you could feel something pulling at your heartstrings, then this is a call from the divine, from source. This is a call from love, a call to come home to yourself. Yeah. Please hear that and please let that land in your heart. Mm. If you felt lost, if you feel yeah. like your life doesn't fit, if you feel like there is more, that's because there is. Mm. And it is to be found inside of you and only inside of you. Mm. It's a process. It's a journey. It's holistic. It's self-love. Mm. And it is possible for all of us. Please let my mere breathing and speaking today, the fact that I am alive, please let that be testament to the fact that no matter where you are and no matter how heavy and cloudy the fear might appear, that love is always available and accessible to you because it is inside of you, because it is you, because you are love. Mm. Oh, and just let that live. Ah. That was so, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, please go and connect with Gracie. I'll put all of the details on social, for her social media, even if it is to just have someone that's in your Instagram feed that floods it with love every day. And that reminder yeah. for yourself, that's like to start with that. Um, it's the little things, isn't it? That we yes. need to start with and it doesn't have to Absolutely. be this huge process. So, mm -hmm. Oh, please. Thank you so much. And yes, if thank something you. triggers you, like definitely reach out. Um, please. Yeah, and I'm not sure when your tribe will have access to this podcast, but 11th of Feb, I'm kicking off my online program, which is yep. all about self love lovely. So Beautiful. if you're listening to this and you need like that practical support, 
and it's a group setting as well. So there's nothing more empowering. If you're needing that, yep, just find me on Instagram. Do not be shy. I'm sure you can hear in my voice. I'm not a shy person. Yeah. Reach out, share anything and everything with me. Your deepest, darkest fears are safe with me. I can hold them in love until you can hold them in love. Mm. But please reach out and commit to yourself. It's Mm. time to come home. Yeah, definitely. It is time. The time is now. And yes, I'll put all the details for the 11th in my show notes as well. Oh, amazing. It'll be so beautiful. Thank you. Much love. Thank you, gorgeous one. You too. Thank you. Limitless love always. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This message of self-love, self-care, boundaries, making space, everything that Gracie spoke about today is the absolute key to finding joy and fulfillment and abundance and ascension in your life. If we as a being are not capable of loving ourselves, then we are capable of nothing. It is such a key thing. And I really hope if you connect with any of that message today that Gracie spoke to you about, that you connect and reach out to her. Like she said, please, she's such a beautiful person. Please reach out. If you'd like to reach out to me too, I'm also here. But yes, um, the more we are able to create boundaries and respect ourselves and love ourselves and look after ourselves and that isn't a selfish thing that is true service and I've spoken about this before but that is true service and I'm not saying that you say to people no I'm not like it's not this whole queen like it is but it's not so I think it can have such a negative connotation as to attach to self-love and to self-care and it to be seen as some form of vanity but it's not coming from that place of vanity Love isn't vain. So if that's where it's from, that's not right. It really comes from in your heart and that connection with yourself in your heart. And I really encourage you to really step up and connect with yourself and have faith in yourself and take some steps to create the life that you were trying to call in and stop choosing fear and start choosing love. Much light and lunar love to you all. Mwah.